0: Soon. We played a game and then we won it. I kicked it for everyone's leg. Honest, oh, The kids' edition with Max Becker and Ellie Blackburn.
1: Yes, that's right. Welcome back to the Kids' Edition. My name's Max Becker. It's been a huge weekend in footy. The Hawks upset and beat the Pies. The Cats keep their finals hopes and contentions alive, and the Crows beat the Suns in style and extraordinary fashion. On the show today, we review the Weekend of Action, chat all things Women's World Cup, and chat to basketball superstar, Beck Cole. Joining me is Western Bulldogs AFLW star, Ali Blackburn. Ali, it's great to see you this morning. How are you?
2: Good morning, Max. It is great to be here again on another lovely Sunday morning. Uh, uh, so any kids out there, you got junior footy on this morning or any junior sport, uh, you can give us a call on 1300 736 736 and have a chat to us about any sport that you've had on, or you can have a chat to us about what's been your favourite game across the weekend, whether it's footy or even if you're watching the World Cup. If, you know, you can prompt us with some questions for Bet Cole, the basketball superstar herself. Uh, So give us a call on one three hundred seven three six seven three six 736 736 Max. Absolutely,
1: Ellie. Now, I want to start off with the Western Bulldogs. They smacked the Tigers by 55 points to edge their way into the top eight. Obviously, Adam Trelaw leading from the front with 32 disposals and Jamara Uglehagen kick five. Isn't he just an extraordinary talent?
2: Yeah, he is. He's he's really, um, I I suppose, coming out of his shell this season and he's had some really stellar performances across the year. He he just looks so dominant up forward. Again, he's leading patterns and his work rate's phenomenal. It's been impressive to watch uh, him go to work in that forward line, and him and Norton look like they have a great connection um, in the forward half. But Marcus Bontempelli again, Max, <laughs> the 32 touches and three goals himself. I dare to say another uh, Brownlow performance um, in that game itself, another three vote, sorry, Brownlow performance in that game. Um, he's just having an incredible season, and it was a great win for. For the Bulldogs to to maintain that spot in the top eight, Max.
1: Yeah, Marcus Bonham-Pelly certainly is having an incredible season and he's almost, almost a lock for Brownlow. Uh, you'd feel at this stage with Nick Dacos, obviously, and that hard tag Finn McGuinness put mm. on him yesterday. But it was Adelaide who got the upper hand on Gold Coast as Mitch Hinge dominated for the Crows. A little surprise out of the bag there and solidify their chance to play finals. What did you make of that alley for the Crows?
2: Yeah, I mean, a a home crowd performance for the Crows is is always a a hard one to come up against. We know Gold Coast Suns have sort of had some good form Mm -hmm. over the last couple of weeks, so it was always going to be a tough game for them. But I'm really liking the way Adelaide are going about it this season. Again, Crouch with the 31 touches and a goal to his name and Fogarty uh, and McAdam with three goals apiece themselves. But they just stay in touch now, don't they, the Crows? They're, They're half a game out currently. Um, of the top eight. So it just, it makes it even more exciting as we, we get to these last couple of games. And would you believe it? Hawthorne beat Collingwood. Collingwood by 32 points in an
1: incredible game. The Hawks dominated and kicked the first five goals. Collingwood only had three behinds at a quarter time. And then James Sicily, what about that star? 37 disposals and 19 Marks as the Hawks just dominated. Obviously, Brandon Ryan playing his only second game of AFL footy and he was superb up forward for them.
2: Absolutely was. But I think for me, it's it's Sicily and, and just the way he's been able to lead Hawthorne. I, I know there was a lot of question marks over sort of him and Mitchell and what they were going to create this season at Hawthorne and, and where they were going to go, but they've just been they've been really competitive all season but then they've been able to sneak in some pretty decent wins (laughs) along the way as well so I I think for moving forward for them that's just going to build them with so much confidence in the seasons to come Max um, with with the team that they have and the game style and plan that they're they're putting together to get that win against Collingwood to be honest nobody probably saw that coming
1: it was clinical and it was a coaching masterclass (laughs) from Sam Mitchell
2: it was very impressive to watch so a huge win for the Hawks um, against a you know, top of the ladder pies. Now, obviously, Sam Mitchell sold this vision that he
1: has and that the club has to the Hawthorne players. I spoke to Lloyd Lloyd Meek a couple of weeks ago. He said that Sam Mitchell and his wife, Lyndall, flew over to Perth, sold the vision to Lloyd, and all the players look and seem heavily invested in it. I guess at the start of the season, not many people could see a clear pathway or outline through this vision, but I think now it's probably coming to fruition a bit.
2: Yeah, it is. And, and and that's, you know, other people outside their four walls aren't going to really know what mm-hmm. it looks like in detail. Mm-hmm. They look, they can see what it's like in detail. And if they believe in it, that, then they're going to work on it and, and they're going to be passionate about the game style and plan that they want to put together. So for them, as long as th- they believe in it, that's all that matters really. Yeah. It doesn't matter what we think mm-hmm. about it. And it's like any club in the competition or any sport altogether. I, I think it's impressive that they've got that belief as a as a group and they're all buying into to what they're doing and it's working for them, isn't it? And
1: Ali, you spoke about just before how tight the competition is. Let's well, make it even tighter. Geelong beat Port Adelaide <laughs> by 12 points at GMHBA Stadium as they get back in to the top eight. Oh, Ollie Henry kicked four as brilliance from Dangerfield and co showed and provided once again.
2: Yeah, it's, it's impressive what Geelong are able to do, isn't it, Max? I mean, we know sort of Port Adelaide over the last couple of weeks have sort of lost a little bit of form um, in terms of winning games. But then they've just, they're so competitive Geelong and it's yeah. so hard to play down at GMHBA Stadium. We know sort of what a, a competitive advantage that is for them. But they just seem to, you know, sort of work really well together as a team. I really like the performance of, of Myers as well. Yesterday, the 24 touches and two goals himself. So it was Im- impressive um, for the Cats to get that win against Port.
1: Yeah, Ali, I live down in Geelong, obviously. And so I'm going to have a crack throughout the week at some <laughs> of my mates because they were booing the Geelong fans, Jason Horn francis every time he touched the It's been an issue that's been ongoing all season. And for me, I think it came to boiling point last night when you see Geelong fans have won the premiership. Yeah, you're happy. Yeah, you're still in contention for the top eight this year, potentially slipping out a spot there and potentially finishing in ninth <laughs> or 10th spot. But to boo Jess horn France, I mean, every team's done it this year. Every fans have done it because we know how great of a player he can be.
2: Yeah, it's just really disappointing and I almost don't want to give it too much airtime mm. to be honest mm. with you, Max, um, in regards to it. So, yeah, hopefully it stops and there's no more of that uh, when it comes to, you know, further his career because um, there's really no need for it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. For me, though, for Geelong, watching Isaac Smith play and run and... You mentioned before running patterns and things like that. I think for any kids out there, the best thing you possibly do is watch how Isaac Smith kicks the footy. He kicks the ball exceptionally well. I think his his drop point um is almost perfection, and the way he can deliver the ball to his teammates is um first class.
2: Yeah, he's impressive. He's an impressive field kicker, isn't he? Mm. And and mm. his ability to run carry and and then just get so much distance. Uh, because of the way he runs and carries and then his skills as well when it comes to it, Max. So he's a, another impressive player for the for the Cats. So if
1: you're a happy Cats fan this morning, you love Isaac Smith, loving watching the Cats at the moment, you can give us a call on 1300 736 736. Ali, another big game. Sydney beat GWS in the New South Wales clash. That levels the series between the two teams this season at one apiece as Hayden McLean kicked four goals. And Errol Goulden had another stellar night.
2: McLean up towards the logos. There's swans everywhere speed. here. Goulden has got speed. And he runs yeah, onto well the done. way
0: ball. Gives it to his mate. Oh, in that's Gets stuff. it back, Goulden. He can set up and fire a banana. Oh, oh, Don't tell me. goal. Oh, one of the goals of the year. Absolutely. Goulden hits back and gives the swans the lead.
1: Yes, that's Errol Goulden's phenomenal banana from the boundary. And it was just incredible to watch, wasn't it, Ali?
2: Yeah, it was. He's he's an impressive player, isn't he, yep. Gordon? He's he's just he's sort of that next generation coming through for Sydney and, and what he's been able to produce this season himself. You know, across the season, he's, he's averaging the 26 touches and, and he's been able to hit the scoreboard as well. So it's been impressive to watch. You know, what he's been able to produce. And he, he stood up in moments for Sydney um, throughout the year. And, and again, it was, uh, you know, sort of no difference again uh, yesterday, Max. Now, you
1: had your team photo day during the week. Have you got any good stories for us,
2: Ali? <sighs> that, um, it's, it's just it's it's really funny and awkward when you have to yep. do the fake celebrations, I think. Yep. <laughs> it's it's uncomfortable. girls get around you or cheer and things like that? Oh look, some do. I I I hate a, a crowd when you're doing that stuff because it's just so embarrassing. You go more red in the face, mm-hmm. and you end up doing silly things, and then the photographers capture sort of the worst side of you when you're doing <laughs> it because you get carried away when you're doing it. So yeah, it's 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 a really tough one. Those ones when they come to it, but it's always a bit of fun. We we sort of have a bit of fun with it. Yeah. Um. Yep. For our team, our media team sort of love making the most and of those moments and I mean so does every club I believe when it comes to it is, is it's a really awesome activity for the media department um, to put some content out there uh, so yeah jump on our socials to have a look at some of the silly behaviour I suppose that we got up to um, yeah on our photo day but yeah it's always a bit of fun it's it's interesting how much fake tan goes into it <laughs> as well it's always a an interesting um, Was there any fun- teeth
1: whitening I know a couple of AFL players when I was at the Saints <sighs> for their photo day Josh Battle, I do believe in a lot of the boys. The rumor around the Saints was he had teeth whitening.
2: Oh, geez, you've stitched him up a little bit there, Max. <laughs> coming out of that, yeah. um, <laughs> I don't know if we have teeth whitening to be honest. Um, yeah, I, I, I haven't known anyone, but, but fake yeah. tan is definitely the one, and and yeah, definitely a bit of extra time spent in front of the mirror with the makeup and and the hair done. So. Uh, the girls look great, though, they're less the same. Of course, all, all the coaches and, and staff as well.
1: Absolutely. If you love celebrations, love seeing your team and your favourite players celebrate out on the field, you can give us a call on 1300 736 736. Coming up on the Kids Edition, we'll chat all things FIFA Women's World Cup. The
0: Kids Edition. We played a game and then we won it. I kicked it for everyone's legs. On SEN! The Kids Edition! With Max Becker and Ellie Blackburn.
1: Yes, that's right. Welcome back to the Kids Edition. Now the Women's World Cup is on. It's incredible the vibe around Melbourne. It's been phenomenal so far. Our FIFA Women's World Cup update partner is Fanbrush. Show your true Aussie colours. Green and gold. Broadcast sponsor of SEN's coverage of the FIFA Women's World Cup. We've got a caller on the line, Khaleesi, who's Ada, wants to have a chat about soccer. Good morning, Khaleesi. How are you? Oh, that's so great to hear that you're... Good, are you on the way to soccer? Yeah. Yeah, who do you play for?
0: Creighton City Soccer Club.
1: Oh, awesome. Now, do you like playing attack or defence better?
2: Um,
0: attack.
1: Attack.
2: Wonderful. We love playing in the attack. What what do you love most about playing in the attack?
0: Um, because... You can pass the people to um,
2: try and score. Yeah, it's always a good part when you get to score some goals. What do you love most about playing soccer? Um, collaborating with everyone. Oh, very good. I love that. It's a, it's always fun when you get to play a team sport and, and be able to link up um and, and have a good chain and, and be able to score a goal at the end of it. How long have you been playing soccer for? Two years. Two years. Wow, that's awesome. And uh, how many games left do you have in your season or w- what part of the season are you up to?
0: Um,
2: Five. Five. So you've got five games to go. Yeah. Wonderful. And do you get to play finals? No. No. So you, you probably won't make finals, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. H- how many goals have you scored this year?
0: Um, five.
2: Five. Oh, wow. That's
1: incredible. Can you take us through one of your goals and what you liked? What? Can you take us through one of your goals? Do you remember any of your goals? Yeah. Yeah? What, what was one of, favorite one of your favourite goals?
0: Um, I was playing at White Horse's Ground and I scored from, like, the back. And I accidentally did a high kick and I hit someone... The ball hit someone in the face of it landed in the goal.
1: What <laughs> that's that's an incredible story, uh, of how to kick the goal. Can you take us through do you do you have any favorite celebrations that you do after your week you we kick a goal? Like do you do the Ronaldo Sui celebration? No. No. <laughs> that's all right. Very humble. Yeah.
2: Have you been watching the the women's World Cup soccer games? Yeah. And have you been watching the Matildas play? Yeah. What's been your favourite part about watching the Matildas play? Um,
0: when when Rasso and Mary Fowler score.
1: Oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Hayley Rasso's is awesome, isn't she? Have you liked watching her? Yeah. Yeah, two goals last week was incredible against Canada. Do you think she's going to kick on tomorrow night? I reckon. You reckon? <laughs> Do you think Sam Kerr will play tomorrow night?
0: Um,
2: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, we hope so, don't we?
2: We're all hopeful that Sam Kerr is out there. Who's your favourite player for the Matildas if you can narrow it down to one? Sam Kerr. Sam Kerr. What do you love most about Sam Kerr? She has good skills. She does have good skills. She's just a great character for the game, isn't she, Sam Kerr? Well. Thank you so much for giving us a call this morning, Khaleesi, and having a chat to us about soccer. Make sure you stay on the line because we've got a fan brush uh, coming your way. So stay on the line. We'll grab your details and you can grab a fan brush off one of our Women's World Cup update partner. Uh, So thanks for having a chat to us this morning about soccer and and good luck for your game. Thanks.
1: Oh, thanks so much, Khaleesi. Great to have a chat to people who are loving the Women's World Cup and loving soccer at the moment. As we mentioned before, the Matildas on Monday night got a massive win to get through to the round of 16 over Canada. Sam Kerr obviously not playing. We're hopeful she will return tomorrow night against the 13th ranked in the world, Denmark, which will pose a fascinating challenge for the Matildas. So hopefully the Aussies will shine with Sam Kerr back in the attacking Katrina Gurry. And I think for me, the two players who are going to have a massive influence in this round of 16 game and games potentially um, is, and the most underestimated and underrated and undervalued players in this FIFA Women's World Cup is one, Kira Cooney-Cross, and two, Courtney Vine, who have been influential uh, in the success of the Australian Matildas so far. And I feel um, they're underappreciated at the moment. A lot of people talking about Mary Fallon and Hayley Rasso um, and how that combination works and how they've kicked all the goals. But um, Kira Cooney-Cross has done a fantastic job for the Tillies.
2: Yeah, it's, it's amazing. We, we focus in a lot of our attention and even like Sam Kerr, who hasn't been playing, we're still talking a lot about her. Um, and, and, and rightly so she deserves it because she's an incredible player and probably arguably one of the best players in the, in the world. Mm. Um, let alone for well, the she's Matildas. she's cover of
1: FIFA 23, so. <laughs> she's
2: incredible. <laughs> but we've also had some incredible performances, uh, from some of our other Matildas players. And it's, it's just been so fascinating to watch them. And, and now so many people are talking about all the different players that we have as part of our, yep. our Matildas team. And yep. I mean, they've been incredible to watch and, and hopefully more and more players starting to or continue to get recognised um, wider spread across the country and, and recognised for the work that they're putting in. It's been, it's just been a whirlwind being able to jump on the bandwagon for them pretty much Max. It's, <laughs> they're, they're so much fun to watch. I'm really excited for the game tomorrow night. Uh, Uh, against Denmark. They've got that game up in Sydney. So uh, fingers crossed our Tillys can can get another win. But there's a couple of games uh, today in the round of 16. So Netherlands v South Africa um, and then Sweden v USA. So I'm heading to that game later tonight. What are you Uh, looking forward to about that, Ali? uh, Look, I've... You know, probably watching the World Cup previously, I love watching USA and what they were able yep. to do, and and they probably haven't performed to the level that everyone thought they were going to coming into this World Cup, and and some of the players being able to watch them, you know, the likes of A- and Alex Morgan, I'm I'm really excited to 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 f- watch her live, to be honest. So <laughs> I'm excited for that game itself. It's it's going to be incredible to to watch, and it'll just really shape up this this final part of the World Cup and, and what a World Cup it's been, Max. It's um, been a lot of fun. So any kids out there, you can give us a call on 1300 736 736. We have another fan brush to, to give away uh, this morning. So you can give us a call and have a chat to us. if who's your favourite Matildas player? What have you liked about watching the Women's World Cup? Is there any particular games that you've really enjoyed watching? Um, it's It's been so much fun, Max, that w- we've had this Women's World Cup in, in the country.
1: Yeah, it's been amazing, Ali. Our FIFA Women's World Cup update partner is Fan Brush. Show you true colours with Fan Brush, face paint, green and gold range available at all Rebel stores. Fanbrush, broadcast sponsor of SCN's coverage of the FIFA Women's World Cup. Also on at the moment, Ali, in Cape Town in South Africa is the Netball Women's World Cup, where overnight the Australian Diamonds won by three goals over Jamaica as they look to now take on England tomorrow morning in the grand final with some familiar faces. They're coming up against the girls like the likes of Alana Cardwell and Jeeva Mentor who have stood out as the World Cup has progressed.
2: Yeah, it's 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 been incredible um, <clears throat> watching the Diamonds play, isn't it, Max? I mean, it's just, again, so much sport that's been happening. They had a, a, a loss the other day, a surprising loss just by one to England and, and then to, to bounce back and beat Jamaica, I mean, what an, what a performance um by our Aussie Diamond. so looking forward to watching them in the big dance, mm-hmm. um, fingers crossed, they can uh, get the job done and and have a win. and and I think it'll just boost sort of more morale around the country, around our our women's sport at the moment. Mm. I mean, it is absolutely flying. You know they're they're just performing at such a high level and standard, and 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 we should all get behind them because they're doing an incredible job, and it's just so fun to watch. It's so exciting, like I'm <laughs> I'm loving it sick at the moment. To be honest with you, Max, it's it's been a lot of fun watching um our women's netballers, our our Aussie Diamonds go to work, and yeah, we're we're jumping behind them, and, and fingers crossed they can get a win.
1: Yeah, absolutely. To get gold at the women's World Cup in Cape Town in South Africa to take out another World Cup. The Aussies have been fantastic. Coming up shortly, we'll chat with Australian legend in basketball, Cole on the other side.
0: The Kids Edition. We played a game and then we won it. I kicked it for everyone legs. On it. Yeah. The Kids Edition. With Max Becker and Ellie Blackburn. Yes, that's right.
1: Welcome back to the Kids Edition. I'm very excited because we've got... Our legend of Australian basketball, Beck Cole, joining us. Beck, it's great to have you on this morning. How are you?
3: Hey guys, I'm good. A bit sore after a game last night, but <laughs> we got the win and into the grand final next week, and so I can't be too unhappy about that.
2: Oh, congratulations on the win and making it through to the grand final, Beck. Give have a chat to us about the game yesterday. It was tough, like you said. You got the win. Talk us through what it was like.
3: Yeah, it was a great atmosphere. Geelong have such a good, um, you know, a crowd and a backing there. I think it's um, really awesome what they've done with that club. And, you know, it's it's final. So it's four quarters, always goes down to the wire. Um, unfortunately, one of their main players was actually out with injury. But, you know, you have to stay focused. So, uh, yeah, the girls dug deep. And I think we came away with like a 10 to 15 point win, which is obviously awesome and what we wanted.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It was uh, incredible to watch. I called the game, Ali. Can you take... Uh, I called the game, sorry, Beck, not Ali. Um, <laughs> what was it like post-game, obviously getting the win? You were phenomenal. 23 points, knocked down your first three. How did that feel to get your confidence up heading into a grand final?
3: Yeah, really good. You know, you. I think you want to be uh, going into the grand final feeling confident and, you know, I really want to lead the team the best I can, whether that's scoring, passing... Um, you know, just being a vocal leader on the floor. So, obviously, always feels good when, you you know, your first few shots um, go down. But, yeah, really great, um, I guess, just environment that we had uh, within the group. And, you know, we want to enjoy this for a couple of days. But then, uh, you know, come Monday, we've got to be focused again for another week to, you know, hopefully come out with the championship.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now, the WNBL season is just around the corner, starting on November 1st. Beck, what are you most looking forward to about it? Obviously, you re sign during the week with Southside.
3: Yeah, I'm super excited about being back at the Flyers. You know, I've been an OG with them. So um, <laughs> it's like, you know, my, my second home. So um, I'm just super excited, I guess, to get the clan back together. And, uh, you know, we've had a couple um, of announcements of people coming back. So, you know, we have Maddie Rochi, Carly Ernst, Donadio Dallas. And I think the fact we have the core group back, but there's also some new signings that obviously I cannot say, um, <laughs> but I'm, su- <laughs> I'm super excited about. And, you know, we lost in the grand final series. So mm-hmm. that is always burning in you to go and do one better. So, um, yeah, really excited to get things going there. And, you know, hopefully we can do better than we did last season.
1: A couple of your best mates in Sarah Blitzels and Mon Conti go across to the rivals in the Melbourne Boomers. How are you feeling about taking on them?
3: obviously it's always a rival between you know the cross town Melbourne and Flyers and um I love it it's like why you you know why you play basketball it's the competition it's you know the fans being engaged and they're two of my best mates and it was funny Sarah lives in Geelong so I saw her before the game last night and took a video of her in a Melbourne boomers car being like yuck what's this you know (laughs) we just have fun with it like we're best mates and Obviously, when we get on the court, we want to beat each other. But after that, um, you know, lots of love. We've played so long together. So sad to see them go. But um, obviously, I think we play Melbourne Boomers game one. So, like, I cannot wait for that.
2: (laughs) And tell us a a bit about that rivalry, Beck, because obviously it's the, you know, these these two Melbourne teams between, um, you know, the Flyers and... Uh, the Boomers, and, and we know what a competitive game it tends to be. I mean, you know, I've Personally, I've been to a couple myself and, and <laughs> seen the competitive nature within it. But can you talk to us a little bit about that rivalry? Yeah, I, th- I
3: think it also stems from like a lot of us, like I played with the Boomers for four or five seasons, um, you know, and then I moved to Flyers. And now it's like, okay, there's a few girls who are Flyers for four or five seasons, and now they're moving to Boomers. <laughs> so it's always that. Um, it's interesting when you do move club because, you know, for ages that was your love and that was um, your second home and now it's like, nah, I want nothing to do with you, but <laughs> I think that's just always the way it is, you know even say with the netball, like the Vixens and Collingwood, it's like you want to be the best of your state almost, like that's how it goes down so, like you said, you've been in a few games, there. Um, they're definitely the energies on like another level and it's really competitive You know, it's aggressive and it's physical and it's so exciting. And I think, um, you know, being able to have those games of boomers versus flyers is such a great thing um, for the sport. And you know, hopefully, the fans who come to the game, it's you know, something that makes them want to come back
2: absolutely and i must encourage people to to get along to those games itself because it just the the atmosphere in general is is it's so much fun being at those games and the singing and dancing and the kids are they just have so much fun i've i've taken my nephew to a game and he he was loving it so much the, <laughs> he was dancing in the aisles just trying to get like one of the hams or something that gets thrown yeah. out <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> the, the <talky> hams yeah. <laughs> they're great uh, to to be thrown out and and the kids have an amazing time at those games so if you haven't already try get down to to one of those boomers v flyers games and you can watch the likes of beck Cole play. but but beck sort of run us through your basketball journey tell us how you got to where you are and and what it's been like um you know growing up and, and playing basketball
3: yeah so a basketball didn't actually run in my family so my dad's an ex soccero, so my wow sister's all all played soccer and then a lot of us did netball and athletics and I randomly, I had a friend ask me at seven years old, hey, can you feel in for my team? And I played one game and mum said I came home and I was like, mum, the uniforms are so cool. Like you need (laughs) to sign me up. I want to (laughs) play. So I guess, yeah, through my younger age, it was playing domestic um, and then representative basketball. So that was like on a Friday night that you would play. And then I was lucky to make um, the Vic Metro State teams for under-16s, under-18s and under-20s. And then when I finished school, I was lucky enough to get um, a scholarship to the Australian Institute of Sport, which I think now is the centre of excellence. So that was something that was super um, you know, special and I guess probably made me realise what it's like to be a professional. And I was like, yeah, like, this is what I want to do. I want to take this seriously and I want to see how far I can go. Um, And then after the AIS, I signed my first WNBL contract. And um, yeah, geez, you know, I'm 31 today and I'm still playing in the league. And, you know, I've had the opportunity to represent my country um, with the 3X3 national team and being a part of the um, OPALS program as well. So I've really, you know, been blessed to do what I do. And um, I guess, yeah, that's, that's a quick rundown of how I got to where I am
2: today. And and you speak of that Opals experience a little bit there, Beck, and and being able to to be in that environment. Can you talk us through some of the players that you were able to sort of train and and be alongside in that environment, and and what it was like, sort of rubbing shoulders with with some of our best basketball players in the country?
3: Yeah, it's amazing. Once you you know you put on that green and gold jersey, it's like a feeling that's pretty indescribable and. You just want to do it every day, you know that was possible. Um, unfortunately, it's not the case. Uh, but um, being able to go to those camps and, like you said, you're with the best athletes, you know, in your own country, and that that's something super special and something that you don't forget. So, you know, I've you know had the opportunity. We had the likes of like um, Beck Allen and Steph Talbot, who are you know playing in the WNBA. Um, Leilani Mitchell, like one of our greatest point guards that we've had. Um, you know, there's been Lauren Jackson. Um, oh, so, geez, <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> I, I can't keep up. But the fact, like you said, you're with some big-name people but who are just good humans. Um, you just want to be a sponge, soak it up and, you know, ha- have the best times because, you know, you're not an athlete forever and those special times are something you don't want to take for granted.
1: Beck, for kids out there who want to get involved in the state basketball program, can you take us through what was involved as a junior for you in that program and to make that program?
3: Yeah. Oh, playing for Vic Met, I reckon, is my, like, one of my top memories. And that's where I really form my best friends and lifelong friends today. So, um, for me, like you said, a lot of us were playing uh, representative basketball. So, that was on the Friday night. And, um, were part of, uh, back then it was called ITC, so like intensive training camps. And you, twice a week, you would go to um, a camp and in, in the morning before school, so early rise, and you would work on your skills with um, other athletes, um, like I guess in your suburb, in your area. So um, the, I guess that was like a pathway as well. So rep, being a part of this ITC program, And then um, you would get asked uh, to go to the um, tryout camp for the state team. And that would have started with like 100 to 200 kids, like a massive amount. And, you know, it would be cut down sort of every weekend. And then eventually it's cut down to, to, you know, to 12 people. So, um, yeah, you have those camps every week for, it does feel like a, a couple of months, I would say, on a Saturday and a Sunday. So, all, you know, all your weekends and then um, under 16s bottom age that was my first time but I was actually an emergency so um, obviously a great achievement being bottom age but it definitely got a fire in my belly to be like nah like I want to make this team, um, there's such great athletes like I want to keep working on myself and improving to get better and then um, yeah bottom age and top age for 18s and under 20s I was lucky enough to make and you know you go away for a week with your best friends and Um, your sisters and you go play the other states and it's such an incredible feeling and I guess like what a wonderful experience in your teenage years.
1: Beck, it's been great to chat with you, thanks so much for coming on the Kids Edition, it's been great to have you on
3: No worries, great to chat to you both.
1: Beck Cole there Australian basketball superstar Chase who wants to have a chat about footy coming up right
0: after the break kids edition we played a game and then we won it i kicked it for everyone's legs honest yeah kids edition with max becker and ellie blackburn
1: yes that's right welcome back to the kids edition we've got chase on the line who wants to have a chat about footy good morning chase how are you today good you yeah i'm really well thank you are you on the way to footy
0: uh no we're just at home
1: oh beautiful
2: have you got a game today
0: yeah, it's our semi-final versus in Greenvale oh. at Lionheart Reserve.
2: Oh, I very good. Like. Oh, nice. You're trying to get some people along to watch that game. Who do you play for, Chase?
0: Uh, I play for Deer Park.
2: For Deer Park. And so you've had a good season. You're playing in a finals game. What are you looking forward to, to most about playing in your finals game today? Um,
0: going to win <laughs> and hopefully to kick a goal or two.
2: And kick a goal or two. I like
1: that. Are you set up well to win this game? Oh, uh, yeah. Have you versed this team in the season before? Yeah. And did you beat them?
0: Yeah, we yeah. won by 20
1: points. Oh, a convincing okay. win. So you you, do you think you should be able to smack them today, yeah? Yeah. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Ab-
1: absolutely. You were a forward or mid or defender?
2: Uh, I'm a mid.
1: Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Just like Ali.
2: Yeah, very good. What do you love most about playing in the midfield?
0: Uh, just to, like, Grab
2: the ball, run and like kick, run and kick. And tackle. Yeah, great. All the good things that we love about playing footy chase. How, how many goals have you kicked this season? I feel like you would know how many I've you've kicked,
0: kicked? Seven goals. Seven <laughs>
2: goals. Which one's been your favorite?
0: Uh, probably the one from the
2: boundary. Oh, the one from the boundary. Tell us more. it was it a, a snapshot goal oh, snap. or was it it was a snap. Oh, and it went through. Did you celebrate well? Yeah. What was your celebration?
0: It was like holding the T-shirt and waving it around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a great celebration to do whenever you kick a goal. Chase, do you reckon you're better than your dad at footy?
0: Yes.
1: Yeah, if you had to say your dad's ranked as number one, what rank do you think you'd be? If he, if your dad's uh, one, If your dad's a rating of one out of ten, what do you think you'd
2: be, ten out of ten?
0: Ten out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> what, why, do you,
2: why do you think you're a better footballer, Chase?
0: Because I can run
2: and because i probably even faster than him. <laughs> faster than him. <laughs> That's absolute uh, goal. I love that. <laughs> That's very good. So is that something that is a real strength of yours, Chase, when you play footy, is your ability yeah. to run? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I want to d- play footy like my dad from
0: oh. St Kilda.
2: Oh, I love that. Uh, and, and so is St Kilda the team that you support?
0: No, we go for Carlton. Go Adam Saad. Woo!
1: Oh, wow. Go for Carlton. All right. What are you looking forward to about their game today?
0: Uh, to win and kick a lot of goals and smash St Kilda. <laughs>
1: smash St Kilda. All right. Well, let's hope Carlton get the win. If you hang on the line, we've got a fan brush for you. Thanks so much, Chase. Thank you. Thank you, Chase, there. Having a bit of a chat about footy. Loves Carlton, loves Adam Saad. And, wow, Dad used to play for St Kilda and he goes to Carlton. It's a bit... Uh...
2: Yeah, it's a controversial day today for him, isn't it? if yeah. uh, <laughs> He's a... Carlton are coming up against St Kilda in the game and... It's uh, for a final spot as well. So uh, it was great to have a chat to Chase and uh, I love that he knows how many goals he's kicked for the season. (laughs) It was great to have a chat to him, Max.
1: Yeah, it was, Ali. Coming up on the Kids Edition, we'll chat about who you think should win the AFL Grand Final with three weeks left of this season. (sighs)
0: The Kids Edition. We played a game and then we won it. I kicked it for everyone Oh On you. With Max Becker and Ellie Blackburn.
1: Yes, that's right. Welcome back to the Kids Edition. Some massive games here on SEN today. Crunch time from 11am on SEN. Fnatic, and then everywhere from 12pm. Games on the network today. North Melbourne and Melbourne live on SEN from 1pm for a 10 past one start from Bluntstone Arena down in Tassie. So if you're a Tassie footy fan, you can get down to that one. Uh, in Hobart, I believe that one is. Adam White, Matthew Cox, and Liam Pickering on and calling that game. St. Kilda and Carlton live from Marvel Stadium at 3.20 p.m. Brett Phillips, Nick Butler, and Mark McClure and then Frio and the Lions live from 4.10pm for a 4.40 match from the stadium. Tim Gossage and Paul Hazel will be driving you home on that one. Ali, we'll start with the North and Melbourne game. What do you think and how we, do we think that's going to play out? Obviously, North have had a couple of shocking
2: weeks. Yeah, I, I, I dare say Melbourne will have a, a very convincing win unless we see an upset How much similar. do you think it is? Uh, oh, look, I... I I think it'll be by quite a few goals. Um, in saying that, Max, I, I'm really loving the form of, I suppose Pacharika and, and and the way he's going about his footy at the moment. Um, it's an absolute joy to sort of watch him go about it. So I think yeah, the D's will have a a fairly convincing win um, against North Melbourne down in Tassie. I'm going with the D's as
1: well. And St Kilda and Carlton. It's a massive game that'll shape the eight and shape how the rest of the season plays out for these two teams. A vital match. Who have you got?
2: It's a it's a really tough one with this because I look look personally I think Carlton with the form they're in at the moment they're coming off a really high last week of of that win last Friday night so I think the Blues might get the job done just but I mean for your sake as well Max being a, a Saints supporter I hope the Saints get the win um, so it's it's it's, it's going to be a good game I, yeah I think Carlton might might get the Chalkies and. Uh, head inside the eight.
1: I'm going to go with the Saints for this one because I feel they put a couple of good quarters of footy together against Hawthorne last week. They would have liked to beat them by a bit more, but I feel with finals on the line, Ross Lyon and the boys are going to s- will step up in a match that can give them a significant boost of confidence and should almost lock them in for finals.
2: Yeah, is that... Uh, uh Saint supporter tip coming your way with it, Max, or is it a... <laughs> you a bit and of both, I think.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got Frio and Brisbane. I'm going with Brisbane for that one. I think they're going to be too good uh, against the Dockers.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one, Max. I think I'm going to go with the Lions for that win across at Optus Stadium in Perth later uh, this afternoon. Um, yeah, I think the Lions will get that job done. It's going to be a massive one. Tim Gossage and Paul Hayes will be driving home from 4.40 p.m., at
1: Optus Stadium, it's going to be just a huge day of footy overall. It's going to be incredible to watch.
2: Yeah, it will be. I'm I'm really looking forward to, to sort of seeing how it shapes out, obviously, particularly between that St Kilda and Carlton game. I mean, it really sort of it, – it, it's really going to shape that top eight in, in these last remaining games. I mean, from a St Kilda perspective, it's really important that, you know, that, that they do win because they do have – Sort of some interesting games coming up. They've got Richmond next week, um, which will be tough. They've got Geelong the week after, and then they've got Brisbane. So for them to really stay in and, and, and want to make that final eight, this is a really important win for them, needless to say. Um, That's obviously stating the obvious in that one, Max, but a, a really important win for them, whereas Carlton... Um, for their run home again, they've got a tough run uh, next week. They they come up against Melbourne. That'll be a cracking game mm-hmm. next weekend, won't it? And then they've got the Suns and Giants um, who have been in a bit of form as well. So, I mean, it's going to be an interesting run home for both those teams, Max. And I have no doubt the supporters of the Carlton Football Club are hanging on and really hopeful <laughs> that their team makes finals this year. They just missed out last season. And they're playing some good footy at the right time. And yep. I think it's important for teams leading into that final series that you, you're hitting your good form leading into the series. So um, you don't want to play your best footy in the middle part of the season. I mean, it's great to get that confidence and know what you can produce as a team. But mm. I think momentum's a huge thing in footy. And if you can string together the a last handful of games that are really competitive, really solid wins, I think it boosts that confidence going into finals, Max.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Ali. Next Friday night, though, it's the big one. It's Collingwood and Geelong at the MCG, though. It's going to be big to see how the Pies respond and how they bounce back.
2: Yeah, it, it'll be a really interesting game. You know, particularly with Geelong coming off a win as well. So, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to that game next Friday night, Max. It'll be big games next weekend. Yeah, there's some good ones coming up. I think there's some really good matchups coming and and ones that will obviously really shape. The final series, and and it'll be like there's so many teams still in it that can that can finish in the top eight. So I'm looking forward to seeing what it will look like, Max.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Ellie. It's been a huge show here on the Kids Edition. We've reviewed the reviewed the weekend of action, spoken to Australian basketball legend Beck Cole. We've previewed the Sunday action of footy St Kilda and Carlton. It's going to be a massive game that's going to shape the eight and the Bertildas tomorrow night. Thanks for joining us here on the Kids Edition. My name's Max Becker. We'll see you next weekend.